the federal court ruled in the Environment NT Environment Centre NT's favour uh, this morning, saying that the $21 million grant uh, to Empire Energy is invalid. Can you just tell us what your initial reaction is to this ruling? Yes, everyone here at uh, Environment Centre NT and the Environmental Defenders Office uh, are very happy this morning to hear this judgment from the federal court. Um, it's good to see the judge uh, had a, the same view as we did here in Darwin, that Keith Minister Pitt had acted um, unreasonably. Uh, he'd been almost obnoxious in his, his views that he could um, hand away taxpayers' money for dangerous fracking projects in the Beetaloo Basin of the Northern Territory and uh, has decided to deem this decision invalid and uh, those contracts of $21 million going to those private fracking companies have now been um, seen as void. So it is good news on many levels. Thanks to the tremendous hard work of the Environment Centre NT and Environmental Defenders Office, a line has really been drawn in the sand here. Uh, Keith Pitt's decision to spend taxpayer money on the fracking industry was always questionable, and now, thanks to today's ruling, we know he made a grave error in the eyes of the law. So we're all celebrating it today. What will this mean for traditional owners, in particular for the Beetaloo Basin? Yeah, I've worked very closely with traditional owners in the Beetaloo Basin for a number of years in the Northern Territory. And um, just this week, the conversations with traditional owners before Christmas is that they they want to see these fracking companies leave the area. They want to be able to feel that their land and their water is protected. And they want to know that the the federal government and the NT government understand they're opposed to fracking and think it's about time governments took the same view as the federal court today and see that being irresponsible and handing out taxpayers' money for dangerous fracking is not on. And so whether it's uh, people living in the Marlinger community or uh, out in Baralula, the traditional owners that I talk to are all united in their opposition to fracking. And so they'll be joining us today uh, in this celebration that the $21 million will not be given to this fracking company in this situation. Daniel, can you maybe outline a little bit about that work that you've done with traditional owners and Aboriginal communities throughout the Beetaloo Basin a little bit more? Uh, What does Protect Country Alliance uh, undertaken with these communities and uh, are you also able to give me an insight into what Environment Centre NT, uh, what work they've done with traditional owners in regards to this issue? ECNT uh, has worked with traditional owners on the MacArthur River mine for a number of years, um, making sure that water is protected and that traditional owners' voices are heard. Um, Protect Country Alliance, likewise, over the past uh, five years or so has been working with traditional owners in the Beetaloo Basin just to make sure that their voices are heard uh, loudly and clearly throughout Australia. And uh, when it comes to their concerns around hydraulic fracturing, around shale gas developments that are right now being planned in their, their area. So I've visited a lot of um, these sites and, and communities across the NT and heard countless concerns of traditional owners, their families and communities 
saying they don't want fracking. Uh, that was made very clear in the Pepper inquiry um, just a number of years ago, and it's still being made clear today. The, these voices will not stop, and uh, the opposition to fracking will not stop. And we're going to see, I think, many more court cases and many more victories like we've seen today in the federal court. Uh, there seems to be a number of people united across the NT who've been fighting for many years to stop dangerous fracking, and we're going to continue to do so. But gas companies and governments have been pretty much staunch in supporting fracking. Uh, they say it still will be viable in the Beetaloo Basin. Uh, we should remember that the NT and federal Labor parties say that fracking should be supported in the Beetaloo Basin. What confidence do you have that this judgment will change policies on both sides of politics? I think this judgment is just one of many court cases that we will see in the near future uh, against fossil fuel projects across Australia. Uh, you're correct in your statement that the Labor Party and Liberal Party at a federal and territory level have been supportive of fracking. But if you look into uh, the studies that have done or even the Pepper inquiry that the Northern Territory Government itself undertook uh, just a few years ago, there was an overwhelming opposition uh, to fracking from Indigenous communities and remote communities across the NT. And that opposition has only become stronger. So when it comes to legal challenges and community campaigns and nationwide campaigns to stop fracking, uh, they're, they're going to continue. And so policy changes don't happen overnight, but we're very hopeful, especially after today's victory, that those policy changes will come. So there's a lot of hope today from community members, from the Environment Centre NT and the Environmental Defenders Office, who've done a brilliant job in the federal court. You've touted that... Uh You've said a number of times in this interview that there is potentially more legal cases to come in the courts. Uh, any indication on how many and what they might be ar around? Um, obviously, I'm assuming fracking in the Beetaloo Basin, but are you able to give me any of that detail? What we've seen in the federal court today is a federal court judge uh, making it very clear that a federal minister, Keith Pitt namely, has been irresponsible in his conduct, unreasonable in his decision to uh, award these contracts to a private fracking company, uh, giving taxpayers money to fracking companies without due um, thought and consideration. So as these decisions are made by governments to give away taxpayers' dollars to private uh, fracking companies, I think you will see more and more challenges. Uh, we are seeing a huge interest from uh, a number of companies, including Origin Energy, Santos. Uh, we're also seeing smaller players like Empire Energy uh, going into the Beetaloo Basin near Indigenous communities and drilling for shale gas. So as long as these companies continue in their efforts to drill gas near these communities, we will see more and more legal challenges against them. I know Santos is already being challenged. I know Empire Energy have just lost this, this case today in the federal court. So there will be many more and those companies um, should be put on notice.
if we can speak about those companies, Origin and Empire have always claimed that they've been willing to negotiate and consult with local traditional owners. Uh, I remember Origin Energy at their latest AGM stated that native title holders have supported actions to potentially explore for fracking in the Beetaloo Basin. We've, we've spoken about policy at a government level, but at a company level, what do you think will change because of this result today in the Supreme Court? I think there's been a number of things that have happened in the last couple of years that have made companies change their minds about how they conduct themselves. Uh, what are the implications on the climate? What are the implications on uh, cultural heritage and the wants and needs of traditional owners? After the Duke and Gorge inquiry, we see that companies, even very, very large companies like Rio Tinto, have to admit that they are not giving due respect to traditional owners. I think companies like Origin and Santos have had to learn along the way that they cannot just ride roughshod over communities anymore. Even when they have support from federal and territory governments, that does not mean that they can come in and continue to drill willy-nilly near communities, near large sources of groundwater they need to consult in a pro proper way and in, in a way that shows respect for traditional owners. I think uh, a lot of the communities that I've talked to across the Beetaloo Basin have been very um, unhappy with the type of consultation they've seen from these companies. And so, yeah, I think Origin Energy and Santos and Empire still have a long way to go before they can satisfy the concerns of communities and traditional owners in the Northern Territory. Daniel Robbins, thank you very much for talking to us here at Karma. Thanks very much.